are back. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. It's been a week, or actually two weeks, because I got sick last week, so I didn't really have a voice, so we couldn't really do it. Um, but nonetheless, here we are. Probably a shorter episode, just because both Eric and I have something going on. Um, and yeah, other than that, Eric Newman, how you doing? I'm good. Um, we have got like a foot of snow already in Flagstaff. Um, oh, that's right. It's still currently it's still currently snowing outside. It's been basically going for the last two straight yeah. days without much stop. Um, yeah, we had so up, but we had a decent amount of rain yesterday. It rained overnight, and then I went up to Desert Mountain this morning um, for their practice to do a story on the team, and it started raining when I left the school. So, But I don't think it's rained since then. I came home for a little bit, went to the gym, wasn't raining. Um, we'll see. I'm going to go. I'm going to the Bachelor Perry game tonight, so that's why we're here at 5 o'clock for those of you watching, you know, in – real time or i guess listening um but yeah no we've had a decent amount of rain it was kind of nice actually so here's yeah. the real meat of what's happening today though zach oh goodness here we go get to know the z, -Z, 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 -Z man the z man how many times Episode are we gonna do this how many times we Episode 115 of the Z-Man. You know him, you love him. He's got 35 different jobs. Yep. What is your least favorite thing you do for work, Z-Man? Ooh, least favorite. Um, answer these questions. Do you count that as work? It is. This is technically one of my jobs. Yeah, we get paid a boatload for it. We do. We get paid a lot. <laughs> Who's going to be the next coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and why is it going to be Bill Belichick? Ooh, it is not going to be Bill Belichick. I do not believe it's going to be Sean Payton. Um, If I was a betting man, which I am, but I'm not going to put money on this, honestly, I would say Vance Joseph. I think they stay in-house. Who would be the funniest coach to become the coach of the Arizona Cardinals? If you just had to go pure chaos, who would you pick? Jacob Saliga. I agree. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That reminds However, me, Andrew, Andrew Morgan texted me. Today and I forgot to get back to him and I feel bad because I was covering the Desert vs Xavier game. Which was we'll it get about to. the Arizona Cardinals position? He's moving up rather quickly. In the no, it was about something else. I don't exactly remember. I have to go look. But yeah, I don't know if he would make a good coach, but I think people would be ultra excited if Larry Fitzgerald decided he wanted to be the coach of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think he would get hired though. I don't either. That'd, that'd be not, like them. Neither would Jacob like, Saliga. That would be like them bringing in Jeff Saturday, like the Colts did. Yeah, but at least people would be engaged. They're going to stink anyway. We know they're going to be bad. So might as well be bad with somebody everybody likes. You're probably right. Okay. Anything else? James Harrison. James Harrison. 
He uh, ruined their season several years ago. Now let's have him yeah. do it again. Jacob said that he'd be better than Cliff. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, any other questions? Zach Z-Man. Yep. Okay. yep, go ahead. Are diamonds really a girl's best friend? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. You, you tell me. I Mr. think their best Mr. friend engaged. is whoever their best friend is. Mr. Engaged to be married? I think that they probably all have different best friends because they're different people and unique. Fair. Okay. In Popeye the Sailor Man, yes. why did he not just eat the spinach before he started getting beat up in a fight? Because then it wouldn't... It's more dramatic that he... He waits, you know? If he was like, hey, I want to win this fight. I'm going to eat spinach now before the other guy punches me several times. It, it's kind of like the same question with... Why didn't Bluto eat spinach? Well, here, here's my thing. It's kind of the same thing with dry scooping pre-workout, in my opinion. I don't notice a difference. So what's the point? Why not just take the time to mix it, you know? No, I don't get it. You don't know? Like You've never seen people just take pre-workout powder and just put it in their mouth and then drink water i've seen that it looks gross yeah to me there's no difference it still gets you a little bit pumped up so like why not just well, take why doesn't time to he mix take it? it before the fight is what i'm asking yeah i know that's what i'm saying though it's kind of the same thing yeah but one you get punched in the face and the other one you don't okay i don't know to, i don't why know why doesn't answer. his enemy bluto eat spinach then they'd be evenly matched and you'd probably beat popeye again because maybe popeye has special powers when he eats spinach and bluto doesn't that could be that's fair yeah you're not really you're not really asking questions about me you're more just asking general questions so how does this get to know me because i want to know your opinion oh okay do you think gerald from hey arnold had a hard time finding hats Probably. You know, he had the big yeah. Marge. High top fade. Do you think his he had the hair was actually haircut. just that high? Or do you think his head happened to go that high? Or do you think his head was normal sized and the I mean the hair just went several inches away? In in real life, just the hair in a cartoon, it very well could have been the head because he also had a friend who was quite literally shaped like a football. So if you had to be on Hey Arnold, what would your name be? I don't really remember a lot of the names. I'd say it'd probably be Zach. I mean, yeah, probably. They didn't have weird names. Actually, a few of them did. Um, I think there was a character named Stinky. <laughs> Cody. Cody said, great show. And then before we could see the comments and uh, thank him, he said, not your guys' show, Hey Arnold. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I knew what he was saying as soon as he put that up. Okay, we've diddled around. That was funny. Enough. Uh, no other questions? That's it? That's it. Wow. We've short. gone like eight minutes already. Jacob Saliga said, Vikings got skull crushed. Clever. Haven't heard that one. Yeah. Jacob's been wilding out lately. I don't like it. The thing is that 
the NFC North has this weird thing where none of them are actually any good. And so they like the only yeah. pleasure that anybody can get in that division is that the others are also stinky. Excuse me, the Lions went above 500. They did. Go Lions. Yeah. Yep. They beat the, that was a pretty impressive game to beat the Packers. Yeah. 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 You know, going back to Jacob, you know, he, I, I, I'm covering the Xavier Desert Vista game, right? And I have the group chat muted and I go in there and all of a sudden, for some reason, I caught a stray bullet for whatever he was trying to say. Jacob, if you're still listening to this, I just want you to know if you're going to shoot strays at me, be ready because I'm going to come firing right back. So just just a fair warning, Jacob. All right. The thing is, he always is a playoff team because he's a fan of like eight different football. Yeah, teams. like he like he's probably a Tom Brady fan this week or something. You know, the Bears led the league in rushing. And had the worst record in football. Yeah, they were. Rushing That's impressive. To that. I mean, they were rushing to that number one pick. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. That shows how that was like a Jacob Saliga level joke. That shows how good the quarterback is, right? If you lead the league in rushing and you still lose all the time. Yeah. He's great, except not because all he can do is he's a glorified running back. So he's the next Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's great. Well, that's what people said about Lamar. Yeah. You know but who's great? One of them won an MVP and one of them is getting the first pick. You know who's great? Who? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's great. It's been so you know, much fun. You know who? Him. You know who's not great? Who? Trey Lance. You know who's going to be the forward? Oh, Cody just clicked off. I just saw Cody leave. I, I'm watching the viewers because I was waiting for him to leave when I started talking about this because I told him that this was going to be Brock Purdy's team. And right now, I don't see how you move away from Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. So. Over the last few years, there's been debates about who's, you know, some of the best quarterbacks specifically in Arizona um, that played Arizona high school football that have gone on to play in college and um, and play in the NFL and everything. We've got, obviously, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick for many, many years. Yeah. Um, Bryce Perkins. We've got Hunley. We've got several guys that have come out of the um, Arizona high school football uh, in the last few years that have gone on to do really good things. I don't know if I would have expected Brock Purdy to be the one in the, in the second round of the NFL playoffs though, leading um, this team. And it, it's gone incredibly well and he's played so great. Not um, this early. Yeah. Me. Not, not in his rookie year, but Brock has always taken advantage of opportunities. Yeah. So that's why I said, and that's why Cody, Cody thought I was crazy when I said it, but I knew Brock was going to make the most of this opportunity. I really did. Like, and he has, he's playing lights out. Lights it's out. It's been fun to see. Um, it has been. They, they have such a talented team that if somebody could come in and fit the system and make a few plays, they could look really good. And that's what he's done. He's yeah. not doing too much, but he's playing really well on the role yeah. that they're asking him to play in. And exactly. that's not a, that's not a, um, a diss against him, but it's, he's playing exactly what they need him to do. Could you imagine if he takes that team to the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl just happens to be here this year? That'd be crazy. 
Like, like what are the odds if that were to happen? It's it'd be wild. Um, I I can't imagine. There's still a lot of NFC, NFC playoffs to go. We've got Tampa Bay versus Dallas even still tonight in the first round. Yeah, um, the Eagles are waiting there. There's some really really talented football um, teams still in the playoffs, but. Um, you know, I, I could see it happening. They've been on a roll recently. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Bucks and Cowboys, who you got? The Cowboys are a better team, but the Bucks but, win. Yep. But the Buccaneers just, I, have I've Tom stopped, Brady. I've stopped betting against Tom Brady. You can't bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah. His team, the Bucks really weren't that good this year, but they no, they played big in big moments. They were, yeah, they played really big. Um, you know who also wasn't very good this year? Who? Auburn. You know who else? I couldn't even tell you what their record was. You know who else? Who? The Bears. Yeah, the Bears were bad. You know who else? Who? Um. The Bulls aren't that great, I don't think. They're decent. I haven't paid attention. Haven't paid they're, attention. They're, they've got a young, good young core, but they're not championship ready yet. Um, the Braves didn't win a World Series. That's that's good. Um, they're also the most. Uh, now that it, the the Cleveland team has changed their name, I think they're the uh, probably the most racist team name in MLB. Yeah. So that boils down to Jacob Saliga is racist. I wouldn't go as far as that. I'd just say he's an just awful kidding. person. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Not any specific type, but uh, oh, that was funny. Um, Jacob, who else are you a fan of? I know you're a fan. You say you're a fan of Notre Dame, but like, you can't take that from me. So I don't. I don't believe it. Um, you know who Jacob's probably a fan of. Who? Sister Jean. I don't want to do this. Let's go to <laughs> high school sports. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, Eric. Um, you know, given that we're doing this on a Monday, a little different, I don't think we should necessarily go through the entire rankings because they're going to change tomorrow morning. Yep. So right now, one is Perry, two is Basha. Those two play tonight, Monday. Um, now, the thing is, Basha just lost to Pinnacle, or not Pinnacle, Brophy. Um, so those rankings were going to change anyway because Basha lost. Um, Basha, if you include tournaments, is eight, no, 19 and one, I believe, something like that. Uh, the best start since the Bears won the entire ti- the entire thing. A few years ago. Yep. So every good team has a slip up and they only lost by one point to Brophy. Um, I and think that's the thing is these, uh, the top eight, especially, but really like the top 10, 11, um, in six, a boys yeah. are anybody can beat each other yep. on a given night. Like pinnacle is stunned. Some teams, um, they're sitting at number eight right now, and they have a win against Perry on the record. Right. Um, it's, I mean, these teams can all beat each other. So losing that one game is, it, it's going to maybe drop them a spot or two, but it's not, 
that big of a deal. Right, exactly. Um, so, and then beyond that, Campo Verde playing very well right now, number three. Now, again, these are going to change. So we're not going to go through all 32. I just want to go through the top eh, 10, maybe. Um, like I said, Perry Basha, and this is the open division, I should add. Perry Basha Campo, Ailey Gilbert North playing very, very well. Um, Ailey Gilbert, just in, in general, and whatever sport it is, just apparently just is, you know, the ALA schools, I should say, in any sport are just gravitated to the open. I know they're not the same, like Queen Creek Gilbert, obviously, but still. I don't um, know if either are playing much, but uh, Brandon Phelps and Adam DeMonte are both listed on the roster for ALA Gilbert North. Yeah. So, I, I, I haven't watched enough of their games to know, but um, they're both listed on there, so multi-sport guys. I can tell you right now. How about that? Go here. Um, so far, they have played Brandon Phelps eleven games, Adam Demonte nine. Not so a ton playing. of, not a ton of minutes though. Yeah, but they're in the game. They're like. being part of it. Although actually, minutes haven't been logged for either for anyone. So never mind. Sure. Um, Brandon averaging just over three points a game. I'm sure he's so athletic that I'm sure that they're just trying to get him acclimated um but man dylan novak 22.9 points a game only a sophomore um who is this that is mcguire andrus he's a senior one of the few seniors on this team it looks like averaging 19 a game um man (laughs) this ala gilbert north team is very very good absolutely I wanted to, uh, we were talking about some of the open um, top 10. It's another 4A team when we're on that topic mm-hmm. that I've been really, really impressed with is Bradshaw Mountain. Um, yeah. They're currently number seven in the open rankings. Again, it might change. Um, the Us in Northern Arizona might not play for a little bit um, mm. because of the snow and everything. But they're 11-0. and 0. They've played incredibly well. Um, Kane Atkinson, what he's doing with that team that last year was, you know, a solid playoff team. I saw them win a couple big games, but they were not ready to contend for a championship last year. Now they're yeah. almost already at the win total from a season ago with looks like seven games on the schedule left. Um, and a bunch of them are winnable. They might all be winnable. They might go undefeated in their regular season. Um, Games they still, you know, they've beaten Coconino, they've beaten Prescott, two of the top teams in the region. It's it's really impressive what they've done there. They play really, really good defense. Yeah, um, physical kind of play over their size, and I just uh, wanted to give Bradshaw Mountain Bears a shout out. Yeah, and then going beyond Bradshaw Mountain Highland, um, eight and one on the year, only lost to Campo Verde, who's currently number three. The Hawks are playing very, very well, and they're blowing out teams in their way. Um, Let's see. They've got Gilbert left. They've got Desert Vista. They've got Desert Ridge, Queen Creek, Corona. Highland might run the table and finish. They have eight games left, nine and one. I mean, they could finish 17 and one, just an AIA play, and they're a little bit better than they only have two losses total if you include tournaments. 
Todd Fazio has this team playing at another level this yep. year. And what's really unique about them is they play defense, they're disciplined, they play as a team. Like, like if you look up team basketball, Highland's picture will be there. Yeah. They know how to get to the rim and draw fouls and get three-point plays. It It's insane how good this Highland team is. And they're going to shock some people, too. They don't have the size that, say, Basha or Perry do, but or even Pinnacle, but they play so well as a team that they can beat you like that. It's, I mean, it's so hard to get a team of high schoolers that have limited time together to play. It's not hard to get them to play hard, but get them to play in a system like that and work efficiently. Yep. Because you just have limited time, you've mm-hmm. you've got June, you've got the preseason and everything, but you never. It, it's not like higher levels where you've got them for months and months and months um, to get them to play correctly in a system and play well for each other is, is a really really difficult thing to do, right? Um, and it's impressive that a team is able to be like that. Yeah, and you know, going moving on to the girls' side of things. I saw the top two teams in the state play this morning. And I'll be honest, I should say one of the top two of the top four teams, I guess, based on the open rankings. Um, top two teams in 6A. At least 6A, right now. yes. Desert Vista made a statement. That game was back and forth. Actually, no, Desert Vista jumped out to a big lead. Yeah, decent lead, like 10 points. Xavier came storming back. Dominique Neslin hit two incredible three-pointers, like unbelievable. I don't even know how they went in. Very close in the second quarter. Desert Vista had a three-point lead in the in the at, at halftime. They go on to outscore Xavier 21 to 5 in the third quarter. And then they just run away with the game. This Desert Vista team is unbelievable (laughs) like and i've said that before because i've seen them play already this year but when they're going up now granted xavier was missing two of their key players so getting them back in a potential playoff setting it'll be a much closer game but there's no doubt in my mind right now that desert vista is the team to beat yeah now granted there are it's not like it's that far. There are no. teams right behind them. Like I think, I know, think it's Seton not like Catholic, it's like Desert Vista and then everyone else. It's like Desert Vista, boom, 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 boom. Seton Catholic has been really impressive too. Obviously, they're ranked number Always. one as of today. Always. Yeah, um, they have not played many games at all this season that yeah. have been even close. <laughs> of their AIA yeah. opponents. They're 10 and 0. One win, their closest win came over Montini Catholic of Illinois, and they won by two. So it's hard to judge that one. Montini Catholic probably is a great team. Yeah. Um, of their nine AIA opponents in the regular season, they've had a double digit win in eight of them. The only one that was single digits was a win over Valley Vista, which has been a monster program in the last few seasons. On December 8th, they beat them 61-54, to so seven-point victory. Every other one has been double digits. They're blowing teams out right now. And 
I would not be surprised. It, it, obviously, they could be upset, but I, I would not be surprised at all if they win the remainder of their eight games and finish the season 18-0 and 0, uh, in AIA play. They beat the second-ranked Mesquite team that put up 101 points earlier this year. Yep. Beat them by 19. Yep. At Mesquite. Man. That's going to be probably man, the man. toughest one still left on their schedule. Um, Mesquite coming into Seton Catholic yeah. on the 26th. I still think they have to be the favorite, though, if they've beaten them before. Yeah. But to it's be crazy. undefeated in the regular season is just incredibly impressive if they're able to do yeah. that. How about Canyonville? Man. That's cool. Because you know what we're going to be talking about here in just a couple months, right, Eric? Softball. Canyonview Canyon softball. Yep. That that that's cool. Man, just turning it up a notch when it comes to athletics. It's it's crazy. We've mentioned it before, and it's almost become old hat for us on this show. Yeah, but they're really only what three years of varsity sports now? I think so. Well, yeah, they're yeah. in their third year, and they've become a powerhouse in a lot of things. Yeah. It's super impressive. Yeah. I, look, man, it it's crazy how, especially in basketball, girls basketball specifically, I'm looking up and down, and I'm seeing a really good South Point Catholic team all the way at number 17 in the Open Division rankings. I'm seeing a good Flagstaff team at 14. Millennium is at 13. Uh, Dobson, who's been really good the last few years, at 12. Like, obviously, Seton Catholic, like I mentioned, Desert Vista, Xavier, Perry, those are going to be the favorites. But all those other teams I just mentioned, all the way down to, man, even even Westwood, Williamsfield, McClintock is playing lights out right now. They're, they can make some things happen. The, the open division in girls' basketball might legitimately be 10, 15 deep uh, when, yeah. that, when that playoffs come. Yeah, L listen to these scores for McClintock. Now, granted, some of this could just be obviously the other teams just weren't very good and they're just struggling, which is okay. Look, every every program goes through some struggles. They beat their closest game was a win over Highland by four points. They beat Tempe eighty nine to ten. They beat Marcos one hundred and two to two which is crazy. They did lose a one-point game to Campo Verde. They beat Paradise Honors by 36. They beat Mountain Point by 30. They beat Cactus Shadows by 30. Um, 81 to 9, 75 to 21. They just beat a really good Betty Fairfax team, 58 to 39. This team is rolling right now. Yeah, rolling, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. McClintock even beat. Uh, you mentioned it. I think Betty Fairfax, which is yeah, maybe the top school um, basketball wise in the in the Phoenix, in Phoenix Union. Union. Mm -hmm. um, Eleven and one. That's their only loss right now. Uh, is to McClintock, as we've spoken. And so you're absolutely right. McClintock is is rolling. Fairfax was number six in the open division rankings before that loss. Yep. Man. There are because of the talent, 
there are there could be four or five undefeated teams um, if they don't have to go up against each other by the yeah. you know by the end of the regular season, and that's not something we see a whole lot. No, not at all. Um, let's move on to soccer really quick because those rankings came out. Um, not a not really a surprise. Six A, Tucson, Perry, San Luis, uh, Sunnyside, Hamilton, the top five. Uh, Pinnacle, Brophy, right there. Mesa, right there. Chandler Highland top 10 Chandler made the title game last year. So really no surprises in terms of who was at the top of the rankings for the boys in six, a five, a maybe a little bit independence, Lake Havasu Verado at the top three. I know Verado has been pretty good. Ironwood's been a good program. Her, uh, historically horizon Castile, obviously winning the title last year is number six right now. Um, and then sunrise mountain, Sierra Linda Centennial North Canyon round out the top 10 there. For a Bradshaw Mountain, there they are again, the Bears, uh, Goldwater, Sal Point, Saguaro, Cortez, Dysart, AZ College Prep, Walden Grove, Greenway, Moon Valley. And then finally in 3A, 3A you have ALA Ironwood as the top seed right now, followed by Odyssey Institute, Phoenix Country Day, Florence, Gilbert Christian, a historically good program, Gilbert Classical, Glendale Prep, Push Ridge, Veritas Prep, and Northwest Christian. So um, I don't know, anything really jump out to you there? with soccer or not necessarily it i mean obviously the teams that are up there deserve to be as always yeah. but no i mean it's it's pretty standard those the, a lot of the teams at the top have been at the top um, yeah for for many years girls really quick um starting with three ben franklin glendale prep phoenix country day sabino gilbert christian another historically good program safford chrisman chrisman oh that I just had chrisman to, I seven did, and oh i had to pause for a second there chrisman First varsity season for soccer. Uh, Gilbert Classical, Veritas, and Scottsdale Prep. For a uh, Lee Williams, Sawarita, Walden Grove, Flagstaff, Prescott, Sal Point, Seton, Mojave, Mesquite, Eastmark. Um, and I have to mention while we're yep. sitting for a mm-hmm. Lee Williams um, has been really, really impressive so far this season. Yeah. They're obviously number one, but they have a win over Flagstaff, who has absolutely dominated that them and Prescott have dominated that region for the fat past few years. Um, and Lee Williams sitting at six and zero right now is, is yeah. impressive. Um, there are in the top 10 um, or in the top eight, three, four teams from the four, a grand Canyon region, Lee Williams, Flagstaff, wow. Prescott and Mojave. Um, and all of them are going to have to battle each other as we, as we wind down the rest of the season. But that that region is stacked right now. I still think um, South Point Catholic might be the the favorite, even though they're sitting at number yeah. six. But they have a loss to Walden Grove, who's sitting at four and zero. So there's going to be some really really good soccer down the stretch in four A girls. Yeah, five A, not a surprise. Chaparral, Castile, Millennium, Notre Dame, Cactus Shadows, Canyon View, Horizon, Youngkirk, Catalina Foothills, and Campo Verde. Most of those teams are basically the ones that we see on a yearly basis. Yep. There are a lot of teams that are undefeated so far in girls yep. soccer, especially in this 5A. And 6A is pretty much the same thing. Xavier, Hamilton, Tucson, Perry, Pinnacle, Boulder, Sandra Day O'Connor, Highland, Desert Vista, and Queen Creek. So once again, not much of a surprise there. Nope. Um Maybe you can make an argument for Queen Creek being up there in the top 10, but like 
Desert Vista was what semifinals or title game last year. Um, Highland maybe can be a little bit of a surprise. O'Connor's been good. Boulder's been good. Pinnacle, Perry, Tucson, Hamilton, Xavier, they've all been good. Yep. So really not a They've built great programs there, and they're continuing yeah. to succeed. Yeah. Destination schools for uh, for soccer and everything yep. else. So, Eric, what's the best thing you ate in the last two weeks? The best thing I ate in the last two weeks? Mm-hmm. Um I have to think about that one. Uh, we've said this before, but every time well, I have to think about it. Um, I, I made homemade gumbo the other day. Gumbo. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. I, uh, hmm. I had an early game at NAU basketball. It ended at four o'clock. Nice. Finished, finished writing by, you know, five. And I didn't have any other assignments that day. So I was done relatively yeah. early. I had some time to, uh, to cook up a little bit and nice. I like it. Gumbo turned out it wasn't perfect, but it it ended up pretty good. And so Hmm. it was satisfying to me. And that's all that matters. Yep. Um, for me, so we started my football season. The league that I'm in started the season this past weekend. Um, so we played Saturday. Yeah. Um, and Eric, you know this as well, because you're an athlete, you play soccer. There's nothing more satisfying than that first bite of food after a game. Exercise, game, anything like that. There is nothing, nothing more satisfying. And it just so happened to be the one thing that I really, really, really enjoy. It was a giant hot dog. It you was so good. Dogs. I love hot dogs, man. I really do. Um, it was like those good, like Costco kind. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you it went was to so Costco? Good. No, no, no. They had them at the concession. Mm. So after my game, because we played at one, uh, got done around three thirty, four o'clock, something like that. Um, went and changed. Went straight to the concession. Got a hot dog. My day was made. If a hot dog is cooked well, it can be really satisfying. Yes. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. We did win. If you're wondering, we won. Um, But yeah. So there's that. I have a hot dog story for you. Let's hear your hot dog story. So my dad, who has made two guest appearances on this podcast, Mm -hmm. um, we used to go, uh, when I was a kid, we would go to the Twins quite frequently. We'd go once or twice a year to go see a twins game in uh, Minneapolis back when they actually could compete and weren't awful. Um, And even when they were bad, it was still fun to go. But there was this guy with a big family that was sitting next to us. And he probably got up four or five different times to go to the bathroom or go give concessions for his family or whatever. And my dad just being himself um, for, Every time the guy got up and came back, my dad'd be like, what'd you get me? (laughs) And he said it so many times to the same guy that the guy looked angry. I'm like 10 years old or something. And I'm like, dad, that guy is not happy with you. But after the fourth or fifth time of my dad going, hey, what'd you get me? The guy comes back. He hands my dad a hot dog. And he says, (laughs) quit asking me. 
<laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so, my gosh. Turns out if you annoy people enough, um, they'll give you things. That's the lesson of the story. I'm going to take a note. Yeah. I'm going to annoy you next time I see him. gets the hot dog. Next time I see him, I'm going to... Eric. Yeah. Eric. Eric. Here's your hot dog. <laughs> Stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yours yeah. was gumbo and mine was a hot dog. We are yeah. <laughs> very, very different. That's okay, though. It's okay. Got to get in where you fit in. That's very true. Um, Eric, we're pretty we're pretty close to March Madness, right? Getting there. I mean, eh, like two it's months, mid January. Yeah, but it's kind of getting to the exciting time of the year for basketball. Yes, it is. I mean, we're in the middle of conference play yeah. for most uh, college basketball. And oh. yeah, I I don't know what you're getting at. Um, you know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah, at. I I wanted to pretend I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, is Loyola Chicago any good? Let's see. Loyola Chicago basketball. Um hmm. let's see. You know what's sad is I might have mentioned this before, but I actually used to enjoy Loyola Chicago before I knew about her, before I knew about Sister Ooh. Jean. Are they bad? They're they bad six to six and eleven. Hmm. They can Ooh. still win their conference tournament. Yeah, I get. Yeah, because losses are to Tulsa, Boise, AM, Harvard, DePaul. I mean, you could always, even if you lose all your Stanford. games, you could still win the conference tournament and make the postseason. So it looks like all of their all of their losses have been to like, ooh, they've had a bad slump lately. Yeah. They lost to Stanford, George Washington, Davidson, George Mason, VCU, St. Joe's. Wow. I mean, the, who, star, I, the star of my high school um, when I was young, I think I was a freshman maybe, his name was Jordan Hicks, and he was the star basketball player on our high school team. He was a few years older, and he went on to play at Loyola Chicago. So I actually used to enjoy watching them because it was a kid that went to high school yeah. um, in Minnesota with – with all of us. And then now I've completely turned against him and he's like 10 years removed or something from being on the team there. But, um, so I'm glad I don't have to root against him because I'm yeah. actively rooting against them to win any more games. And I hope they lose in the first round of whatever conference tournament they play in. Yeah. They're zero and five in conference play. Good. They've lost six in a row. Good. I wonder if, wonder if they're dealing with some injuries. Maybe, maybe sister Jean hasn't been around. Yeah. Um, they need ankle wraps, but she's using them as her scarf because apparently she's cold indoors. What about her hands? Oh, you broke your finger? Too bad. I'm using all the equipment because my hands are also cold. <laughs> oh, you're... You know, Ralph Amson asked a really good question to you today. Just really actually before we came on here. Do you like anything? Like, do you enjoy anything? I like disliking things. Because like you said something. Oh, the Top Gun Maverick scene. One of the scenes you said. Was have dumb. you seen Top Gun Maverick? I have not. It's a big, stupid movie. Um, 
and you know what you're getting into. It's like the other Top Gun. It's them. You know exactly what's going to happen. I haven't even uh, seen the full thing. It's on Paramount Plus now. So if you have that dumb subscription service, um, then you can get that. But um, it's like two hours and change. And you know exactly what's going to happen because Tom Cruise plays the same character in every single movie he's ever been. He's cocky guy who has some problems in the middle of the movie and then comes back to win everybody over in the end. Um, and that's what he is just now. He's a fighter pilot. Um, and I haven't even seen the end of the movie, but I can tell you what happens probably. Um, I won't spoil it for you, but if you don't already know, then you haven't ever watched a Tom Cruise movie before. And they play this beach football scene. And there's like several footballs going at the same time. They like snap several footballs. And I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. And they're also on the beach and like one person scores what looks like a touchdown because they don't have any like markers or anything yeah. like that. And the amount of like weird celebrations and stuff that they do. I've never seen a pickup football game be that exciting for anybody, especially mm -hmm. just like one between eight people on a beach. Immensely stupid. Immensely stupid. And I know uh. it was a callback to the beach volleyball scene in Top Gun. The original but it was like just play volleyball again or at least make the football game halfway make sense it's dumb it's a dumb it's a big dumb movie that you can <laughs> enjoy because it's you know tom cruise and a bunch of people fighting other people on a in in airplanes and that's fun enough but <laughs> it's a dumb movie what do you hate more sister gene or top gun maverick I don't hate Top Gun Maverick. I, you just have to acknowledge what it is. What is more dumb, Sister Jean or Top Gun Maverick? Top Gun Maverick. Sister what? Jean might actually be a smart person. I don't know her. How about the like the the lore of Sister oh, Jean it's versus not Top Gun Maverick? You know the answer to that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's fair. I'm happy they, you know, it brought movies back in terms of going to the theater. A lot of people went to the theater to see it after having not been in a while. Um, I still haven't gone back to the theater, but that's just because I don't really care to yeah. go see movies. Yeah, a lot of people, but a lot of people didn't for a long time and haven't. Um, but this got a lot of people back. And, you know, obviously I'm in the minority. A lot of people loved it, but it is a silly action movie that you know exactly what's going to happen but you for two hours and two plus hours you're enjoying the ride you didn't enjoy the ride though i haven't finished it oh that's why okay yeah all right i'm still worried whether tom cruise is going to win in the end even though i know he's going to win in the end he's going to win always... he's going to win and get the girl you know how that goes yeah, that's exactly right because he's played 50 movies where he does that yeah exactly all right. Well, that, that seems like a really good place to wrap things up, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, make sure to follow Eric and I on Twitter as well as Arizona Varsity. That's at Zach Alvira, at Enuman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Um, I'm sure Eric will be at some games this week. I'm going to be they at... aren't all snowed out, school's already canceled for tomorrow. Good um, point. But if, if Wednesday is uh, Flag versus Coco Boys basketball if it's actually happening. You know what else is Wednesday? What? Eric's first day as a professor at NAU. Am I? I don't actually know if I'm technically a professor or not. 
Yeah, you're an adjunct professor. That's what mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. So, yeah, congrats. Thank you. Um, if you need pointers, let me know. I Don't tried to put it online on Twitter, and you gave me a suggestion, and nobody else gave me anything useful. I gave you a good suggestion. Too. Yeah, you did. The problem is I'm not a sports instructor. I'm just teaching generic writing. Oh. <laughs> and so, you know, you, what you said was correct, but it oh. doesn't really help for introductory writing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not at all. My bad. Um, but at least you made an effort. I did make an effort. Okay, well. I apologize. Um, well, yeah, well, sorry I couldn't help you. It's all anyway, good. thanks, <laughs> thanks everyone for tuning in. Like I said, follow us both on Twitter. If Eric is able to go to games, then he'll be at some games, yep. and I will be at at least two games, two more games this week, including Basha Perry, which obviously when this airs or runs on the website will already be over. So yeah. Um, anyway. Thanks for all, thanks all of you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you all next week.